You ready to do this? Yep. Welcome, everybody, to the High on the Hog Signing Day Special Podcast. We're excited about what we got coming over the next couple of days. Because we are. Going to be bringing you lots and lots of recruits that, that we have going to be signing. High on the Hog. There you go. I, I didn't leave you an opening to get that in. No, my you jerk. <laughs> I just kept talking. I do that quite often. I'm punching the kneecap. <laughs> it happens. My bad. But uh, we're excited, man. I've gotten to talk to several recruits so far. And uh, so over the next couple of days, we're going to be dropping podcasts with those interviews in them, including this one. So we're going to try to keep this short. And sweet. Yep. So not a lot to really cover. Obviously, Arkansas lost to Alabama. Arkansas beat two overmatched opponents in basketball again last week. I mean... <laughs> We got beat by. We were overmatched in football. We did the overmatching in basketball. Although, just to jump into that real quick before we get too far, Kentucky's one and four. Kentucky is one and four. <laughs> yes, they are. Give UCA some credit, man. I know we ended up winning that game by twenty five, but I think some folks were a little nervous early. I was impressed. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> yeah, it, it, you know that's the interesting part about these in-state rivalry games. You're like, I saw people losing their minds on social media of the fact that they were leading. By what ten at one point? Yeah, what twenty two twelve at one point? And, and and people are losing their minds. I'm like, you know, it's kind of cool. Like Arkansas, and I told, even in our group chat, like yeah. everybody was freaking out. And I was like, Arkansas women is about twenty. I don't know why you're flipping out right now. They're just sluggish. They're not. The shots aren't falling. The shots are going to fall. They They're going to wear out UCA. Well at all. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, they were going to be UCA played their game. They did the first ten minutes of that game. Oh yeah, they made us play their game. A lot and of the that's first the half. adversity that they need to see though. That, I think it was a good thing. That, you know, they oh, went yeah. down ten points. To a, a not any bit what you would call a game opponent. Yeah, no. And, and I mean, you look at it, too. I like it. I do, too. And, and I like the fact that they struggled a little bit early and they had to battle back. I think it was the same thing in the North Texas game. Some people have called them disappointments. You know, it's disappointing. One and four. That's what's disappointing. That's, uh, <laughs> one and four. Yeah, like, disappointing. If you're one and four, and let me go back. I want to look at that real quick. because You know what else is disappointing? What's that? That guy in Alabama. <laughs> do what? That guy in Alabama. <laughs> That's not disappointing. Well, <laughs> depending on who they hire. It well, might be disappointing. Uh, there's a few things. <laughs> I would take his buyout. Oh, we'll get to that in a yeah, second, though. Yeah, yeah. I just had to poke fun. Hey, look, the... UCA's playing Ole Miss right now. I be dang. Go, Yuka. I didn't realize that. Well, they're only down four. Five. Five. I can't read. Let's see. There we <laughs> go. Do one. Yeah. So, <laughs> Notre Dame. Not even like, It's not even like Notre Dame was a good team. Although, look what Notre Dame scored in the second half. <laughs> 16 points. Kentucky just about came back in that game. So, But, I mean, again, the point is, Arkansas has struggled and won. Kentucky has struggled. And lost. Yeah, to the tune of one and four. So, sure, we can be a little disappointed here and there. I think the bigger thing is they're one and two at home. Yeah, yeah. So, losing the road games, you know, yeah. They're zero and two on the road, if that makes sense. Yeah, and one and two at home. Yeah, so let's see. They lost. That's rough. They That's... lost their last two at home, right? Because they lost yes, this one, Richmond, and then they lost to Richmond, and then they got they got beat by Kansas on the road. Kansas. So yeah, I mean, again, we can sit here and say all we want about be good by March, Arkansas, just watch. but 
again, this is a team that was expected every year, as they are expected to contend for a national championship. And one and four, man, they're a long way away. They're not. They're not even mentioned in the top twenty-five right now. How long have you ever heard of that from Kentucky? Well, we're what five and we're still not mentioned. Well, we got four votes this week. Ooh, that might as well be not mentioned, yeah. in my opinion. Again, and I've seen. We can talk about that for a minute. So I've seen people get really, really frustrated about that. I don't, let, let it be. Yeah, Play I don't underdog role. Well, and that's a big point. I think that Arkansas thrives in that role anyway. That they just can, it, especially. With Mus. Yeah, the fact that they're just continuing to prove something, I think they like that. I, I, on top of that, yes, we're five and zero, oh, but we haven't played anybody. Nobody. I mean, no. North Texas, they'd probably be a tournament team. Mississippi Valley State's not going anywhere. Beat them by eighty. I mean, I just. I mean, we did give up seventy-five points to UCA. That's the most points we've given up all year. We did, but I'm not overly concerned about that. Again, no. I think it was a good test. I think it was a good. Well, hell, we spotted them ten early in the first yeah. half. So it's like, all right, let's see what happens. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I don't think that's really a big deal. Um, but overall, I mean, again, Arkansas five and zero. It was again another they shot another win. Nine free throws in that game. Here, we'll that's jump. it. We'll jump in over here and look Ooh, at the look box at scores. Look at the box. You look at the box, yo. But I mean, <laughs> shot eight of nine, though, however. <laughs> yeah, which is very nice. Arkansas shot 53% from the field, 40% from three. So you know, they defended at about a what, 35% rate at three point. That's something that's going to have to gonna have to get a little bit better. You yeah. see, they seem to have a lot of open looks from three. But Arkansas turned them over 14 times. That was a big part of the game. So, I mean, look at Arkansas with eight blocks. Obviously, the Connor Vanover effect is, is big. Yeah. Uh, again, six people get blocks in that game. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. Well, how about the Note and Tate effect? Yeah, I like that effect yes. in that game. Yes. Eleven assists out of one. I think six or seven out of the other. Yeah, we'll look at the teams to, or the, the box score in a minute. But yeah, I mean it, they've been. I mean it was impressive. Twenty six. What twenty six assists on on forty made baskets. Yeah. So I mean that's that's good. So I mean Arkansas didn't play a lot of passes. Thirty a lot of passes did get out rebounded. That's a little surprising. Not by a lot though. But yeah. So they did that. Like I said, we were, they were taking away every second chance opportunity we had in the first part of that game. Yeah. Like if we missed the balls in their hands. Yeah. And if they missed, they had the ball. So we weren't, they were second chance opportunities were not there for us and they were there for them big time in that game. So we still had five people in double figures, if I'm not mistaken. I see. And then Vanover was one point away from a double, double, I think. He had 10 rebounds. Nine points, yep. Nine and ten. Jalen Smith with 12. Tate with 17. Have you stopped long enough to look at the season averages on points? I know that Moody's at like 15, 16 and a half. Almost he's dropped just a little yeah, bit. But um, no, what are you going at? I think we have five people averaging double figures right now. That would make sense. It would. Moody seals. Mm-hmm. Basically the top. Vanover and. Vance Jackson. Smith. Uh, Justin Smith is one. Moody's so maybe Justin, Seals. Justin I think Smith Tate maybe. has, and then one other one. Here, let's just click you can on look that. it up. Just click the razor back top right corner. Let's see. Statistics. We'll just find out here. Do, 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 maybe do, my do, internet do, decided do, to do, say do, no. Do, you're do, not going to get that. Well, at least it didn't do what your computer did. There we go. Right. Yeah, so Note Tate, Moody, Justin Smith, Desi Seals, and Jalen Tate. Connor Vanover is mm-hmm. two tenths of a point away from it. Six, six, six guys. That is nuts. That's impressive. I mean, it, it, Arkansas has definitely done well. Somebody, and, and let's talk about somebody else that was really impressive. Devo against Ooh, uh, Southern. Night. Yeah, four, he had a game, didn't he? Yeah, what? Fourteen points in sixteen minutes. I yeah, mean, that's my guy. <laughs> 
you know, he impressed me too in the uh, in the, in the game against UCA. He was in there late. And he had some his length. Didn't make man. a point. That's why I like that guy so much. His length He's is amazing. A, him and Jalen Tate both. Yeah, are on the defensive side of the ball just because of how long they are can create nightmares for anyone. Yeah, Tate is going to be the guy you're going to see on their best player year all year all yeah. year long. Excuse me. Well, either way, Arkansas another impressive week. Um, five and zero, six and zero. This says six and zero, so maybe we're yeah, we're six and zero. So again, Arkansas is an impressive start to the season. People can don't play again until Saturday. Yeah. So, I mean, again, people can can call it disappointing if they want, whatever. But at yeah, the end of the day, look at that. It is what it is. I didn't mean to go to GameCast. Stupid dummy. Thing just keeps bouncing around on me. All right. So we'll talk about this really quick. We'll just brush over this because it does. Doesn't even matter. I only had a few things from this. <laughs> Might as well play it. It's the last time we're going to use it. Here comes. Yes, sir. Moment of the game. It was a field goal. <laughs> we're not even going to play it. <laughs> but it was a field goal from a new guy, like Matthew Phillips. Phillips sophomore. Uh, yeah, never even heard of him. So, anyway, the only thing that I want to talk about in this game where I was really, really confused. So I think I know where you're going here. I did not understand the quarterback situation for Arkansas. You first off, you come out with Felipe, who looked good. Senior like, day, and that's fine. I'm fine with that. I got no issue with that. Mm-hmm. But then look, Felipe, and, and I wanted to talk. So I apologize for not having our preview pod out last week. Had, had some things come up, and, and so Tyler and I pregnant. weren't able to get together. Um, but. Something that I wanted to bring up was obviously who we thought we should start. And my thought process was KJ played really well against Missouri. But I didn't think KJ should start this game. I thought Felipe, given what he has given to this team, the fact that why would you take that opportunity away from him to start that game? So I liked the fact that he started. I thought he should have played the entire first half. Unless he was struggling and you thought, okay, this is a time to bring in KJ. But you're playing Alabama. He, this is an opportunity for Felipe to really kind of highlight himself. Now, if it was because of the ribs, then I would understand. But obviously, in the second half, we realized it wasn't because of the ribs. Supposedly, it still was because of the ribs. But then, I still don't understand it. If that's the case, then why bring him back in? I know. Because I'm with you 100% on this. Because at that point, to me, I'm not understanding why you don't bring Malik Hornsby in. And, and I made that comment pretty clearly on social media and had a few people kind of push back. But the only argument I had was from like two different people who were like, well, maybe they don't want him to get hurt. Well, KJ wasn't coming back in. I can tell you that. And I'm glad he's okay. Yes, Just glad to see him. That, that is a huge weight off of his shoulders, especially in even ours for that point. Or taking a, a yeah. injury this late. Yeah, I mean, he won't get spring ball. You can well, you, you could, he wouldn't have fall camp either. I mean, this was this would no, be a guy that might not even play really well next year. You yeah. could take him out of the running yeah. for a starting quarterback for at least half the season. Which was why it was even more important to me as to why you didn't get Malik Hornsby time on the field. I get it. He's a freshman, but you're telling me he was more ready back when you ran that stupid goal line play at Mississippi State than he was today or than he was Saturday. Absolutely I, not. I don't understand it. So was he even that I saw him there. Like I almost asked if he was there. I remember seeing him. He ran across coach and he had his helmet on and he was on the field at that point. Yeah, I remember you saying that. I didn't pay I attention him. and see I, him. But. I mean, he was very. I mean, you see his back of his jersey, helmet on, and I was like, all right, good. We're gonna get to see him here. Negative. Yeah. Frank said again. Yeah. I, and again, I don't I have no problem with that, but 
Exactly. I Play just, for the future at this point. Yeah, and it's not like Alabama. It's not like you were still going up against Alabama's first team. And while their second no. and third team is probably better than what we're putting on the field, uh-huh. the fact is, is that Arkansas they proved that with a running back. Well, they did, but Arkansas was still able to move the ball at times in that game, even late when you had Felipe in there. So to me, it would have seemed like a really good opportunity to get. It's not like it was a raucous, crazy environment. I don't think you're going to kill his. I mean, no. you had no problem starting fleet or, or uh, uh, KJ KJ last year against LSU <laughs> at LSU in that environment. So, I mean, you can't use the well, we don't want to hurt different the, staff. It was, but again, I mean, you don't play scared. If then this is not a coaching staff that I believe would no. normally play scared. Now, I was disappointed in some things from this weekend. That yeah, we're watching just so you, we're watching some of these highlights. Chase McClellan. I'm going to tell you right now, real deal. Well, not just that. Just we Look, watch him run away from everybody. That's Ladarius Bishop. Ladarius yeah, Bishop is supposedly a four-three guy. He did catch him. I mean, he did run him down, just not in time. <laughs> but it, I was going to make the point though. Man, we didn't lose. We just didn't have as many points at the end of the right. game. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, he was at least sort of gaining on him. But my point there is, Arkansas, that, that game proved how much speed Arkansas still lacks. That and the punt return. When he come through the middle and Dude. passed the punter, it was he put his head down and gained 20 yards in like 10 seconds. The Slim guys. Reaper is amazing. That was just uh, incredible. He, the he Slim is. Reaper is probably the baddest man in the country that's playing at receiver. <laughs> Not named Trey Burks. However, uh, Jamar Chase, you'd put him up there with Devontae Smith. Yeah. I'd put Jalen Waddle up there. Oh, yeah. Uh, Trey on the field with him. It, 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 honestly, in, in an Alabama jersey would be just retarded. Yeah. Uh, with what they put together every single year. I'm very thankful we have him because uh, he could have played anywhere. I like what Orlovsky was saying about, uh, about Jalen Catalan. Yeah. Did you hear that? Yeah. That uh, that made me smile. Yeah, Catalan. thank you, Chad Morris. I'll thank you for that one for sure. Yeah, and, and how about that might be the one damn thing you got right? H- how about after the just think of how screwed Jalen Catalan's gotten this year because of targeting penalties. Two that rocked. takes him out of games, and then one that took a touchdown away from him because of the the. And it was the right call. Don't me wrong. It was the right call on Hayden Henry, but he got tackled. Yeah, it, well, but you still took. Well, you took the took, yeah, took away took the a, pick. Away the and, pick and yeah. A, 60-yard return. And a big play. So. Dude, he caught that on the run and was gone. Yeah. And that was the same drive that Orlo- Orlovsky was like, this kid could start at any school in the country right now. Oh, there's no question he could. Oh, yeah. he's... He, if he's not, if he doesn't have all American tattooed beside his name at the end of this season, there's something wrong. Well, yeah, you I mean you would hope he would. So. He's the best safety in my opinion Arkansas's had since Atwater, and that's going back a long time. I said that to somebody a couple nights ago, and they're like, "Oh, Kennedy was pretty good, and so was Hamlin." I'm like, yeah, they are. I said this kid's better. <laughs> I said just just watching. Just, yeah, him. just wait a couple. I mean, this is a freshman that's the leader of your defensive back. Yes, he's he's in there leading every bit of camp and coaching and yeah. and wants more film. This is the guy. Yeah. Like, could you? I mean, the who's the other podcast that had the has the feature on him that that just came out? Oh, the Hog Pod. Yeah, yeah. That, I haven't listened. To I, I want to listen but. to that because I mean, apparently that knee injury he had was pretty bad. Oh, it was. Yeah, I, I didn't know how bad it was, but when they talk about it being, you know, potentially career ending, and ACL is not that anymore. Right. I mean, you're tearing up lots of stuff. Yeah. To be something like that. Yeah. So. All right, so we're gonna we're gonna look at that. We've done look really good, good stuff. Today. We got, we well, got. we got a few other things. We'll hit those when we're done with this. So I want to I want to hit the uh, I want to hit our this recruiting class. It is so all twenty guys are expected to sign with Arkansas on Wednesday. 
So wow. the entire class is expected. And we will probably add another name on Wednesday, which would be Cameron Ball, I would assume. Uh-huh. And I believe he plans to sign Wednesday as well. So that would be 21... Uh, the 21 kids that will all be signed at the early signing period, which is big for, for this staff. Now, do we have 25 or do we have a couple extras? Because I know it's supposed to be 25 on like the normal, like just at your max of what you can sign per year. But with this situation with the COVID stuff and then, you know, I thought you get extras like if somebody leaves or if they transfer out or, or yeah, they quit I mean, or – I'll be honest. I'm confused by a lot of that stuff. I've not even tried to look into those numbers just because of that. You just, mm-hmm. it's every year. It's just like, I think I gave up on really on basketball because it's like, well, we only have this number and it always works out. So I don't they know, know what they're doing. Yeah. Let's put it that way. I don't know what the number is, but you got to believe with, with the way that things have gone in terms of, um, in terms of, of transfers and grad transfers and everything else, uh, the numbers will work themselves out. You expect that you're going to have, you know, several guys that'll, that'll leave. So and I called Cameron Ball. Yeah. Offensive tackle. Why do they have him? Six, five, two, ninety OT. So we have him listed on the defensive side, at least on the big red board. Uh, so I may, I, I'm guessing he's a big fella is what he is. Yeah. He is a big fella. Let's see. Uh, yeah, I noticed a couple of the other recruits getting in his ear and everything, saying, you know, come home or you didn't have to play at home and other stuff like that. Come on, let's go. Yeah. So just looking through, the, it looks like, I mean, according to 24-7, Danny West says he thinks he's going to end up at Can he play both sides of the ball? Tech. Is that why they got it there? Probably, but we have a need on the defensive line. Getting hey, getting Jalen Williams was big. 6'3", 310. That's a big boy that's right there. That's a hole plugger. That, that's, that's a serious one. That, that's a huge one to, for Arkansas to get committed. Tyler Town, Mississippi. So, yeah, big boy out of Juco Jones College. So that was a big name to get on the board last week. Why can't you go back? You better go back. Uh-oh, you broke it. There it goes. But so Arkansas will get all 20 of those guys, and then we were talking about this before. Guys expected to— Is that broken to, down per position? Yes, it is. Neat. Um, I need to pay for this. <laughs> so, yes. I mean, hey, I'm a big fan of both Rivals and 24-7, but I do like the hogsports.com and, and the stuff that Trey and Danny have out better. Just maybe that's my personal bias towards a certain individual in the rival site. So, But, hey, we still—we we, we, we love the, the other folks over there, our, our, our good buddy. So, Jackson Collier and— Yeah, and, uh, he's pretty Ike. Yeah, yeah and then uh, Hutch, who used to— join us back in the early days of this podcast before appreciate you came that, Hutch. so really appreciate I had Hutch. Hutch I remember that yeah so but uh, Lucas Coley Javion Hunt Rocket Sanders Cameron Little Christopher Paul Jr. all expected to enroll early um, one of those guys maybe two if I can make it happen one or a couple of those guys should be on this series of podcasts this week as well it'll be so, a wonderful thing and then of course the rest of the class Landon Rogers AJ Green Keetron Jackson Bryce Stevens Jadon Wilson Aaron Alley, Cole Carson, Terry Wells, and Devin Manuel will all enroll in the summer. So um, Solomon Wright, Marco Avant, Hamilton Jordan, Keon Parker, and Chase Lowry, who had a nice pick six Friday night in a game against O'Keetron Jackson in Roy City. We won't talk about how that score went, but we uh, do talk about it a little bit in the pod, and um, I know those two guys were excited to be going against each other. I got to talk to them a little bit about it, so y'all look forward to those comments. Um, so you're saying Fresco might have won. Yeah, Frisco took care of business. It was, yeah, yeah, they did. So do you have a, <laughs> uh, a a favorite out of this class of who you're most excited to see hit campus? I know that's kind of a weird question because we talked to a lot of these guys. But, you know, I mean, obviously there's some, somebody that 
you know, might stand out to you that at a position we may need someone at that you're really looking forward to seeing? You know, the linebackers are a couple of guys that I really want to see. Part of me, I, I'll, okay, so I, again, you like you said, talk to several of these guys already. Lucas Coley is one of my favorites, more so because he's such a heavy recruiter for Arkansas. Yes. Um, he's the guy in this class that, that has really been a big push for Arkansas. Um, I'll tell you, though, Jermaine Hamilton Jordan, I, and I'm hoping that him and I can connect in the next 24 hours or so and I can get him on here because I really like him. I really think that he has potential. He was they he was eight state the player of the year. Side. Yeah, they'll put some they'll put a, a few pounds on him. But I like this kid a lot. I love his confidence, but you know what I love about him the most? His hatred for Mizzou. I'm his number one fan. I love it. Love it. I, if For nothing else, I want to see Jermaine Hamilton Jordan play for Arkansas just to see him go against Missouri because, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's definitely one of my favorites. I mean, but guys that I think that will make a big impact, I mean, Rocket Sanders is a guy that I think, depending on where they end up trying to play him at, A.J. Green's another guy who we expect to be a running back. That speed is going to be pretty impressive in the, in the backfield. Keytron Jackson's a guy. have it in this league, though. Yeah, Keytron Jackson's a guy that I think obviously fits really well. One of my favorite conversations, though, that I had so far that I've had with all these guys was Cole Carson, who will be on with us. <laughs> <laughs> Love the guy. Cattle farmer. He grew up as a pig life. named Bacon. He does not, but I bet it wouldn't surprise me if he had a cow named Burger. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the dude is something cow else. Obviously, this is a guy that you project and you look forward with. Played two A football in Texas. Um, it was funny. We talked. We talked about a variety of things. He's a really cool kid. But uh, that was a cool conversation. I really look forward to seeing how he develops. Six five two eighty five, and he is raw, 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 raw. This is a guy that Davis and Pittman can get in there and really do some work with. Put some weight on so, him. Yeah, looking forward to that. But, have thirty pounds on him by his sophomore season at least. Oh, without a doubt. So. Um, but yeah, so I mean, I'm eat this, don't eat these, eat all of this, and we'll do the rest. Yes, yeah, exactly. So I'm, you know, but I'm looking forward to all these guys. I'm hoping, I'm hoping for about ten total people in general, uh, ten total recruits that are, that are going to join us this week. So fingers crossed, I get a couple more here recorded between now and Tuesday night, but. This is the next thing. We're running out of time here, but uh, actually, we're probably not because I think we listened to your phone call for seven minutes. Seven or eight. So um, let's get into some of the some of the fun news of the coaching carousel world. Um, Yay! <laughs> should we do, let's just start there. So hang on. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> Perfect. It's perfect. We've got to use that somehow. So Gus Malzahn is out at Auburn, which means. Yes, sir. Which means Chad Morris is also out at Auburn. Yes, sir. I'm having too much fun. With it, this may, it makes me believe that, like that, just I could totally see Sam Pittman doing that. No, Sam Pittman's not that kind of person, but it would be hilarious. <laughs> like, hey man, did you hear about Chad again? <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> you can totally hear him doing it. <gasps> but um, yeah, I mean, big big news. I think maybe a little. I su- know, uh, not surprising. I don't guess. 
what's going to be surprising is to me. Well, okay, first off, what do you think about them firing him? What's your thoughts on that? I think it's not the right decision for them to make. I don't, I don't really understand it. The man's never had a losing season. Um, he's won a two Western Conference titles, one outright SEC title, played in the national championship, won a natty under Chiswick as the OC. Um, his agent, Jimmy Stexton, is a genius um, mm-hmm. as far as giving Gus money. Uh, at the same time, you know, screw it. It's Auburn. I really don't care. Uh, that's all I got. <laughs> so I'm not surprised. I mean, the writing's been on the wall for like three years now. It's just he beat Alabama a few years ago, which and then Arkansas came came running to trying to get three and five against Alabama. Yeah, but he, but the problem every time they three and five against LSU and two and five against Georgia. But the problem is, is every time he beat Alabama, they gave him a raise. Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh, you beat Bama. like the year before you're gonna get fired. The year after, oh man, you went like. Eight and you're eight and three. Oh wait, you beat Bam. Okay, you're nine and three. Okay, we're gonna give you twenty more million dollars. So that's where Auburn really screwed themselves. Obviously that, and then the Arkansas flirtation. And I think you like Auburn you said, paid him in one payment too. No, so they have to make the first payment at ten. Well, they may. I mean, they got yeah, the it's money, like, but it's the first one, half of it. Yeah, ten million was by within thirty days. Yeah, ten million within thirty days. It was either that or it was, like I heard something already on the way over here, like as if they were going to pay it all at once. Yeah, like boosters just here you go done. Well, and I don't. It didn't surprise me. I mean, there's again. What's we talk, Chad Morris going to do? We, I, nobody cares. Nobody cares. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> Oh, man. You're going to hate me with this We're not going to be able to use it much more, so we might as well get it out now. Yep. Um, but we're going to have a must-bust button. We're going to find one, yeah. Yes. So, I, again, I'm not surprised. These things, eventually, everybody kind of wears on it. You, know, or wear, you wear out your welcome at some point. It's been 10 years since he won a national title. They've been up and down every year since then. They've had a ton of talent. Auburn has two national titles as a program in history. And he's part of both of them. Uh no, I don't yeah. know. The first he was one was the assistant, But he was and the they assistant. they haven't won one since Yeah, then. he won it three years later. No, he didn't. They, they lost to Florida State with Jameis Winston. They did not win. They played <laughs> Oh, that's right. You're right. You're they right. were ahead and should have won the game. That's right. You're right. And lost it. Yeah, you're right. So, but still, I mean, seven, seven years from removed from a national championship game, 10 years removed from being a national, from winning a national championship. Chizik won it three years before that and yeah. they fired his ass. Right, exactly. I don't get that. Yeah. Yeah, again, it's it's the trying to keep up with the Alabama. It, you can't. And here's 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 where I don't understand it is you you talk about the situation. Who are you bringing in? So I mean, is there anyone? I mean, they're going to go after somebody that's currently at a school that is not wanting to leave. If if I if I would if I were them, that's what I would do. So, but who do you want? I so mean, the you, name you're not going to go get a Ryan Day. No, you're you're not. You might get the guy out of Oregon. I've yeah, Cristobal has been a name that's been mentioned. I don't know why you'd want him. I mean, he can't even win the damn Pac-10. He's, eh, I don't know. He ain't gonna fit this system. I don't think he will. I think it would be a great, great hire for Arkansas if they hired a guy like Cristobal. I like so, who we have, and you shut up talking like that right now. 
No, I'm no, 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 no. I'm not saying Arkansas should. I'm saying it would be a great hire for Arkansas if Auburn hired that uh, guy because I don't okay. think he'd do well there. Okay, well that's fine. Um, I, I think that Hugh Freeze scares me because Hugh Freeze is a guy that's going to do well at Auburn and, and offensive guy. Yeah, dirty I, coach. Yes, same thing. I don't think <laughs> they make. Win. I don't think they make that move. I just, I think, I, I think, think he's there at Liberty for at least another year. Well, I think hey. he may take a job after this year, but I think. I think that it's going to be somewhere Liberty else. They just paid that dude. They did, but come on now. People, they'll get that money. I can't imagine that buyout's too crazy high. So. No, but I'm just saying Liberty for paying, for coaching Liberty football. Yeah. Well, I think he's, he's making like three and a half million dollars a year. Yeah. Well, and so I don't, I don't know. I, I think that that's, just, that's a hire that would concern me, but the name that keeps getting tossed around really heavily right now. And I really hope they make don't this hire. Don't you say that? It's Kevin Steele. Yeah, their defensive coordinator. And that's the name that keeps getting thrown around right now. That uh, it's heavily heard involved. That twice this evening. And if that happens, hallelujah. I mean, now he could bring in a great offensive coordinator. They could do a lot. I just Kevin Steele is not a guy that I, I see fitting into that mold of being a great coach at Auburn. But we'll see. Auburn's really good when they have good defenses, but great offenses to go with them. So, well, that's any team. So, okay. It is, but. Yeah, Auburn can have a good defense, but not do well. You've seen that's that. That's fact. They, they, when when their offense doesn't do well, when they got really predictable under Malzahn, that's when people got upset because they were frustrating to watch. You know, you look back at this year and you look at the first game against Kentucky. They should have lost that game. They should have, yeah. Uh, the game against us, they should have lost that game. They finished six and four. They very easily and correctly should, in my opinion, should have finished four and six at a minimum. I mean, and if Auburn looked at it that way, said, okay, we were gifted this game against Arkansas on our home turf, they had the game won and we lost. You know, or they even looked at the Kentucky one the same way. Yeah. You knew that if he had a subpar year this year and was under 500, you guaranteed he was gone. Mm. But in his up on, on the record books at six and four with losses to. Was it South Carolina and Vandy? South Carolina. And, no, and not Vandy. Vandy. They didn't lose Vandy. No, Vandy didn't. No, they didn't lose Vandy. No, they lost. I'm dumb. What, South Carolina, Alabama. Ella, uh, they beat LSU. They Georgia. I don't know. Either way, six and four. I'm not going to look up their schedule. Missouri or not? No. No, I don't think so. I don't think they play Missouri. But, so anyway, I, I'm not surprised. Yeah. 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 So I'm not surprised by that. Um, talk a little bit about what happened over the weekend. Other news. So obviously <laughs> Florida. <laughs> watch out for your shoes. And um, <laughs> you should have seen the funny man Johnson thing. Jermaine. Yeah. Oh, boy. I haven't seen it yet. So <laughs> Florida plays themselves right out of the playoff unless they can beat Alabama, which is not going to happen. Ooh. So my four picks for the national for the for the playoff is and, and I, okay this is not you how have I would pick Ohio it. State Hang and on, pissed. Hang on. Let me give you who I think should be there. Okay. Okay. I think it should be Alabama. Okay. Clemson. I agree. Texas A and M. Okay. And then I get torn because. You know Notre Dame. Notre Dame. It, it, a lot of it depends on what happens between Clemson and Notre Dame this weekend. Clemson ought to drub Notre Dame with Trevor Lawrence there. They should. I they mean, should. It shouldn't even be a, a contest. But I think Notre Dame gets in along with A and M. That's who I think. It, that's that's who I personally think it should be. 
unless Notre Dame just gets absolutely throttled in that game. Then you got to think about maybe USC kind of sneaks in there, although I don't think they deserve it. Um, what was I'm missing somebody? I know I am. Let me. Ohio State? No, no, no. I'm no. I'm keeping Ohio State out of. They didn't what? play six games. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't they believe bend the rules to do that bullshit. I, I don't. Yeah. Okay. So I want to talk about that too. We got oh crap. We got time. Put it together. Time. We'll be a little bit long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is stuff that needs to be said. Slim Reaper. What's so? Let's see. Cincinnati. I don't think not Coastal Carolina. I'm not no. going there. So I mean, again, it's hard to keep Ohio State out when you look at the the rest of it. But to me, that's who I think it should be. It should be Texas A&M, Alabama, Clemson, Notre Dame. Can we just get it to where Alabama plays, say, Notre Dame at the four? Yeah. And A&M squeaks into the three, and they play Clemson, and then we have Alabama versus A&M for the championship. I once again have two SEC West teams in the title game. So maybe yes, no. maybe, but I don't think they would do that if that's the scenario that gets in because no, they won't. But because you just had Clemson and Notre Dame play, so you're not going to have them play again. So I don't see that happening. I think two out of three. I, yeah, I think what you end up happening though. I think what's going to happen is it's going to be no. You wouldn't not if it, like if you set it up the way I just said. You have Notre Dame at the four because they're two. That's true. Yeah, and you have Clemson at the three. Yeah, so, so that, and that, you're right. You, that's you would transfer back out to yeah. one four and two three. Yeah, so that's kind of what I was looking at. You're right, and I think that is how they would do it if it ended up being that match. Would have to. Um, but I think what's gonna happen is it's gonna be Alabama, Clemson, Ohio State, and A&M. Yeah, I think it's gonna be your four. So Florida, like I said, Florida played themselves out of it unless they beat Alabama. No. So not. Well, we didn't expect LSU to beat Florida. Or did the shoe uh, beat Yeah, Florida? that's still, even if you didn't. Who throws a shoe? An idiot making a stupid mistake. <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't have a clue. That face is priceless. Yeah. <laughs> Whoever took that picture, you win it. You got to win some sort of prize. Yeah. Um, so, okay, I want to touch on the Ohio State thing for a second, and then we got to go. But <laughs> the Ohio State thing to me is hot garbage. It is, <laughs> but I don't blame them for what they did letting Ohio State get into the. Initially, when I heard it, I was like, well, this is crap. Like, you're changing the rules midstream just to do what's best for your, what you think is best, who you want in that position. However, the fact is Harbaugh. that had they played that game, it doesn't matter. Had they even played, had they played the game, had they got to a sixth game, and they even if they'd have lost it, they were still going to represent their division because that, that they were yeah. far. It didn't matter. So everyone agrees in the Big Ten that they should be in the game. I, so I don't have a problem with that part of it. What I have a problem with is the same problem a guy like Dabo Sweeney came out and said this this past week. I don't think it's fair that a team's played literally nobody over a six-game schedule should have the opportunity to play in a playoff against teams that have played 10, 11, or 12 games. And hard opponents yes. the entire time. Yeah. I, I just – I don't like it. I don't I don't think – and I get it. There's no real fair way to do it. But guess what? The Big Ten, if you just would have started playing when everybody else did instead of being a dumbass – They weren't going to play. We weren't going to – we wouldn't be in this situation. Pac-12, same thing. Sure, maybe USC is really good and could go 10-0. and 0. We don't know this. You look at teams – again, I think LSU Florida is a prime example. Everybody assumed Florida was going to walk into the SEC title game against Alabama – Cruise. W- with one loss. Well, they didn't. 
They got beat by LSU, a team that no one expected to beat them. Had they played at the normal time of the year, I don't think it would be a different story. You're probably right. But again, that's part that's of COVID. how the but that's part of how the SEC did it so much better than anyone else, and it's why I don't think Ohio State should be rewarded. They they were able to skip so many weeks of the season because of how this went down. Yeah, they were for sure. And, just, and so, sure, if you want to play in the Big Ten title and claim that they're a Big Ten champion after they beat the crap out of Northwestern this week, fine. But they shouldn't be rewarded with a national championship. I say the same thing about Oregon, and that's why I don't think Oregon should be or USC. USC's getting all this love up there. USC's not even beating UCLA. Yeah, they came back and beat them. Damn. They're not even in the Pac-12 title game, and then Oregon and Washington State are playing each other, or Washington are playing each other because was it Cal? Whoever was on the other side, they didn't even they they can't play because of COVID, so they just picked the next team down in the standings to play wow. them. So I mean, the whole thing's just ridiculous. So I mean, I hope this time next year we're not talking about this dumb shit. I hope nah, not with the vaccine and stuff. Ooh, I'm not taking that thing. I'm not either. But again, I'm not getting a third eyeball in the middle of my. Fall. Right. So you've seen the movie I Am Legend, right? Yeah, that's a whole yeah. other story. <laughs> whole what other in the story. virus is the vaccine? <laughs> no mech. So Vandy, wrong but game. Vandy and Georgia can't get can't play this week, so that game's not going to happen. And uh, one other interesting tidbit of information that I wanted to bring up. Art Browles resigns as the coach of the Mountain Vernon High School. I wonder where he's Podcast going. veteran. <laughs> and uh, looks like he's headed to Texas Tech. Really? Yeah, that's what it looks like. I don't know that. I guess it hasn't well, he, been Didn't he tell us he was done with college when we no, talked No, I don't him. think so. Because remember, we talked about, the only thing we asked him was about whether it was for real that he was in the running to go to Missouri State before Petrino took it. That's what it was. And he's like, oh, no, no, there was nothing to that. So I've heard, I mean, there was also, there's some rumors rolling around that if Liberty or if Freeze goes to Auburn, that Art would go to Liberty potentially. I did hear that today. I read that today, but I don't know. Let's see. This is really fresh on the malls, malls on, malls on, <laughs> malls on stuff. So, yeah. So we'll see. But anyway, all right. That's about it. We've gone longer than I really wanted to. Yes, sir. <laughs> oh, got to get it in one more time. But um, I'll use it. I, I know you will. <laughs> It can work in basketball. I got a button and I ain't scared. (laughs) It can work in basketball too, right? Speaking Speaking of basketball. Are you going where I'm going? Are you going to Maumel? Maumel Sports Network. Yeah, that's where I was going to go. So I've got to do that as soon as we get (laughs) off this podcast. I have got to do that highlight video for uh, uh, Darvis Raspberry. And I'm going to tell you right now, if you don't have Caleb Thurman in there, we're going to have a problem. (laughs) Well, he's not allowed to be in that when he wasn't our player of the game. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you're right. But uh, Darvis is a grown man son props to my guy josh marshall he got to get his broadcast debut after yelling <laughs> we have high dogs from behind us so um he, he sounded a little bit like lil wayne i ain't gonna lie <laughs> I, I, was I was like wheezy where you at that's <laughs> <laughs> josh meezy <laughs> start calling him that that's well, probably what i would call him tuesday night if he's there what's up meezy <laughs> oh man so uh man we had a really good game on friday a lot of fun uh Maumel gets another victory and uh over a very, very game Izzard County. Yeah, 118 that didn't look very impressive. No, they will ought to walk away with <laughs> anything in that whole category of 
one A. Yeah, assuming they don't have any injuries or have to deal with COVID crud, that that team, oh boy. Yes, they can shoot lights out, and and it's not one or two; it's the whole damn yeah, team. Yeah. So tomorrow night or tonight, I guess you're probably listening to this if this gets out on Tuesday. But Tuesday, Hopefully. we will be back at Maumel, of course, for Maumel and Conway as Maumel steps up a classification to battle a good Conway team who lost to that Izzard County team. Yes. So handily by like 18, I think. So yeah, it was 18 points. Yeah. So. That, we're excited about that. Guys, make sure you join us on the Maumel Sports Network. If you're not already following us, go over to Facebook and follow us on the Maumel Sports Network. And then get on YouTube and make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel, Natural State Sports. We actually do really good. I think we're it's averaging... a lot of fun, too. It is a lot of fun. <laughs> I think we're averaging like 1,500 to 2,000 views a night. That's so awesome. Do a whole lot better than I really anticipated we yeah. would do this early. So. We've got 16 basketball games, too. Yeah. Well, right now we have 11 confirmed. So. 11? I thought we had five more. I'm working on the five more. I just haven't gotten oh, them confirmed. I need athletic directors still to call looking me back. for sponsors. Yes, and we're still looking for sponsors. Thanks to All American Pizza in Maumel for for partnering American, with us. American uh, Pie Pizza. I'm sorry. Good all grief. American Pie Pizza. There you go. <laughs> Put it all together. <laughs> I was gonna get there eventually. But can we get a pazuki before we go in? Yeah, we can. Sweet. I'm sure, I can drop by and grab grab one. <laughs> but um, I'll do that tomorrow on the way there. Uh, but anyway, other than that, I guess that's it. You guys enjoy our special uh, extra pods this week. Our little bonus pods, which you'll have. Uh, all of our guys. This one should have one or two on it. We'll see if we were short enough tonight uh, to throw that, throw those guys into tonight's pod. I don't know who it'll be, so uh, just enjoy whoever comes up next. And uh, again, appreciate everybody joining us. Make sure you like, share, subscribe, leave us some, leave us, leave us a, uh, leave us some ratings. We, we we like reviews. We haven't had one since the guy called us childish, so we need something new. Aww. Um, but uh, I guess other than that, man, I ain't got anything. You got anything else? Be walk. <laughs> <laughs> Was it two and eight? You gonna fire Mike Leach? Hey, uh, I still think Boyd better than Colin Hill too. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I got. All right, man. Well, until next week. Woo pig. Woo pig. I'm tired of these questions. Asking me questions. Don't want them questions. Yeah, I know you, but we ain't friends. Quit asking me questions. Yeah, we in this section, but you can't get in. Press. All right, guys, joining me now on the High on the Hogs signing day special pod is Arkansas's highest rated recruit of the 2021 class, according to 24-7 Sports, four-star wide receiver Keytron Jackson. Thanks for joining us tonight, Keytron. No problem. All right, uh, so I wanted to start off. You guys, uh, y'all are still playing. Um, uh, had a loss against North Forney, but uh, you got a big first-round matchup against Frisco this Friday. Uh, but I wanted to talk to you about that because, obviously, uh, kind of a, a headline of that game is you're going to be going up against Hog Commit Chase Lowry. Uh, what, what, are you, what are you looking forward to there? A uh, great competitive game. Uh, it, the Frisco is a great team, great discipline team, and I'm getting my team ready to uh, fight through whatever, and uh, me and Chase have a great game. Yeah, fantastic. Well, wish we could be there. Um, I, I'm sure that we'll find a good stream for that game, and uh, you have a lot of Hog fans watching that. Pretty excited. So looking forward to it. All right, so let's talk about your time in high school so far. Obviously, career, high school career not quite over yet. Hopefully a few more games to go. But how do you feel you've grown as a player these last few years? 
uh, my maturity level has grown a lot. Uh, the game has really slowed down for me, and uh, I feel like I, I got better year by year. And, uh, you know, since I started out on JV, moved up to freshman, moved up to varsity my freshman year, and ever since then, it just got slower and slower as years passed by. I think my junior campaign was was probably one of my best besides this year of me coming out. So, so what initially interested you in Arkansas? Initially, is probably the fans. Besides the coaches, it's probably the fans. I, I never followed that uh, that great of a fan base. Like as soon as I I got offered and like I post something about Arkansas, it's just uh, a lot of love from the fans. Man, you haven't seen nothing yet. Just wait till we can actually have a, a full, uh, full Reynolds Razorback Stadium up there uh, on a on a good Saturday night. So that'll be exciting. So we're excited to, to definitely have you on board for sure. Talk about uh, obviously Coach Justin Steps, a a big name in the wide receiver recruiting world and, and wide receiver coaches. Um, talk about Coach Step and your relationship there. Coach Step, he's a great, he's a great man like a great individual first then he's a great coach uh he just like he's a great like any coach that's a great person i think is a great coach like he has a job to do which is to recruit and uh get his uh receivers to the and be them be help them be the best that they can and uh also feel like we keep in contact a lot and he'll keep in contact with you make sure that you're good and whatever you need he'll be there for you is there, a, is there a specific recruiting, whether it be pitch or, or thing that, that, that Coach Step has done uh, that, that just stands out to you through this recruiting process? Uh, he was um, he was one of the coaches that kept me in contact with me the most. So, like, like throughout my recruiting process, like it wouldn't be it wouldn't it wouldn't it wasn't one time where I wasn't thinking about Arkansas because he. Yeah, him, Coach Browse, and Coach Pitt are taking me like weekly. So, like you know, when when you're getting recruited, if, if one school is is poking out like that and, and not always keeping in contact with you, you're going to be thinking about it and uh, thinking about making that move for them. So watching. Watching guys like Traylon Burks, Mike Woods, even Davion Warren, Trey Knox have the success they've had in this offense. How excited are you to play in this offense? We're very excited. I love Coach uh, Coach Browns as an office coordinator. I watched him and his dad when they was at Baylor, and he had the opportunity to come to Arkansas. And like his offense is very explosive and fast paced. It's kind of similar to the offense I'm running now in high school. So my transition will be. My transition should be perfect, so I get down there. I'm so excited to play. Well, so how do you how do you feel that you're going to fit? Obviously, uh, we we see a guy like Traylon Burks and, and how just uber talented he is. Um, how do you see yourself fitting in this wide receiver core? I'm feeling great. Like uh, he says, they probably need a little bit more speed. They can use a little bit more speed, so. Like me and a few other recruits to help out with that. I think I'll fit in great, like especially my freshman year with them, with Traylon Burks and Mike Woods still being there. They wouldn't they wouldn't be able to just lock in on one yet. All four of us will be all three to four of us will be uh a key to offense. Is there a wide out that you try to mold your game after? Uh NFL wide out probably. Yeah, who would that be? 
uh, Julio Jones. That's a that's a good comp to have. So can't can't yeah. go wrong there. So you had offers from Alabama, Auburn, LSU, Mississippi State, and others. Who was Arkansas' stiffest competition to get your signature? Uh, besides Arkansas, uh, ooh, probably it probably would, would have been like uh, probably like Oregon State or something. It wasn't it wasn't never Bama or LSU or nothing like that. It's gotcha. probably Oregon State. TCU. Really, what was interesting about Oregon State? Just out of curiosity, this uh, I like their coaches. I met their coaching staff. Well, not in person, but I met my coaching. I uh, went through film with them and saw what they do on a daily with practice and how they coach uh, coach up his wide receivers. Oh, very cool. So, all right, so interesting question here. And obviously I'm not going to ask you to divulge too much information here. But so recently Eli Drinkowitz up in Missouri, uh, obviously a, a program that we maybe got a little bit of a rivalry budding with. Uh, they, he admitted that they negatively recruit other pro- programs. Uh, have you ever had a coach negatively recruit, whether it be Arkansas or another program, while trying to recruit you? What do you mean by negatively recruit? Well, maybe just say negative things or, or really, you know, try to talk down or bad about a program. Like, say, you're committed to Arkansas and, and, a, and a coach comes in. Have you ever had a coach try to get negative towards another program to get you to, 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 to be interested in their program? Yeah, I had a few. I'm not going to speak on names, but I had yeah. a few who, who spoke about Arkansas in particular. And I watched it. Why I should not go there. I got you. I got you. So give me one commit not named Keytron Jackson who's going to make a big impact early at Arkansas next year. One commit. Uh, probably. Ooh. Uh, probably Dayton Wilson, another receiver of mine, another friend receiver of mine. He he should make he should make another impact. Another, I mean, a great impact. And Lucas Cole. Great, yeah. We've had Lucas on the pod before, and uh, hopefully we're going to have him on uh, here with this uh, signing day special as well. Really, really uh, good kid there and, and excited to see him. Talk about him as obviously being a quarterback classmate in this class. What Are you, uh, are you excited to be playing with him when he gets when you guys get on the hill? Yeah, he, uh, I haven't just met him in person yet, but by the stuff I see him doing and when we have conversations, he's a, a very, like, determined person. And him and it, it's not, like, it's him and it's a few others. They just, like, I see them working out. Like, like sometimes I see them working out more than me. Like, they're always working out after a game. And I talk to him, like, when we get up there early, he's going to be, he's going to want me, like, to be with him and take the workout and working out before and, it's just his work ethic. I, I don't think nobody – I think his work, work ethic is unmatched. Well, good, man. Well, we're looking forward to having you on the hill and, and watching you play in a Razorback uniform. Uh, thanks for joining us on our pod tonight. Uh, tell us where you, or what time you're going to be signing, um, and is there a way that we, that we can watch it? Like, I get the uh, paper early. Like, I get the paper, like, Monday, and mm-hmm. I have to sign early in the morning, but I'm not doing my, like, my actual – like I was gonna do a celebration for it at one thirty, but I was sign. I would be signing in the morning. I don't know. I don't know the exact time, but. Oh, I got you. I just meant, are you gonna have a signing ceremony at your school, or are y'all gonna do something like that? Oh yeah, at one thirty. Okay, um, great. On Wednesday. Perfect. Now, do you know if that's gonna be streamed, or I would assume you'll just put that out on social media, right? Yeah, we'll probably just put it on social media. I don't know if it's gonna be streamed or not. 
Very cool. Well, man, once again, we appreciate you joining us, and uh, we look forward to seeing you up on the hill. Good luck, and woo pig. Yes, sir. Woo pig. Go hog. Quit asking me questions. Yeah, I know you, but we ain't friends. Quit asking me questions. Yeah, we in this section, but you can't get in. Quit asking me questions. Welcome back. And uh, joining me now on the pod is Razorback outside linebacker commit and Jonesboro native Marco Avon. Marco, how are you today? I'm good. What about you? Man, I can't complain. It's a good day. Uh, just got done talking to another guy. All right, man. Well, again, I appreciate you joining us. You've kind of become a, uh, a veteran to the pod. So, again, thanks for, for jumping back on with us. And uh, congrats on completing your high school career. Uh, ended a little earlier than you guys probably wanted, uh, but a great career at Jonesboro nonetheless. Yes, sir. So, talk about your time at Jonesboro and how you feel you've grown as a player during your high school career. As a player, I feel like coming to my sophomore year in Fort City, I was kind of small for the position. So over that summer, I got bigger. During my junior year, I I started to understand the position because I had just started playing the position my sophomore year. In my senior year, I tried to just carry on what I built my junior year and get even better. So that's how my career did. So obviously a strange year with the, with COVID and all the other kind of craziness that happened this year. How do you how do you feel you played your senior year? I feel like I played the best I could. I gave it all I had every play, but we came up short. There's none. There's none you can do about that. Yeah, no doubt. I enjoyed watching you. We had, the, obviously, the opportunity to, to broadcast uh, one of your games at least, so um, really enjoyed getting to watch you play. So um, yeah, that, that was that was definitely a lot of fun. Uh, we may have talked about this last time you were on, but what initially ar- interested you in Arkansas? What? What initially interested you in the University of Arkansas? Well, playing in my home state, that was always – it's always been a dream. Represent my home state. Then the coach itself overwhelmed me. Also, talk about your your relationship with uh, Coach Ryan Rhodes and how that's developed, and just what kind of recruiter he is. Well, he's a straightforward recruiter. He's going to tell you what you need to work on. Like he's not going to sugarcoat it. Like he's going to tell you, like you're a good player, but you can always be better. That's always things to work on. <laughs> So this year we saw guys like Grant Morgan and Bumper Pool flourish in this Barry Odom defense. Talk about this Arkansas defense and how you feel like you're going to fit into it once you get up there. I feel like I'll fit in just fine because the way the linebackers play, I can see myself fitting, fitting well in that system. And I'm a sideline to sideline player, so I should thrive in does it, it, it excite you to see a guy like Grant Morgan, uh, you know, a fellow linebacker out there leading not only the SEC, but the nation in tackles? Yes, sir. It gives me a, a lot of hope for myself. Maybe I can do that one. 
but one of these seasons. Absolutely. And, and obviously linebacker is a spot where we need some depth. So uh, obviously a, a good opportunity just as soon as you get up there in Fayetteville. So we'll look, we look forward to, to seeing you up there. Um, so you had offers from Arkansas State, Memphis, Houston, Kansas, amongst others. Who Was there anybody that was a, that was kind of a stiff competition to get in your com- commitment to Arkansas? Well, at the time, I really wasn't thinking about committing, but when Arkansas offered me, like, I just felt like it was the right decision to make at that time. So no no real competition there. It was Arkansas all the way for the most part. Yes, sir. So what are you looking for the most about getting to Fayetteville? Everything. I really can't just think about one specific thing. I'm sure, obviously, you've been to Fayetteville a lot, so uh, I was just talking to Cameron Little a little bit about his experience in Fayetteville. Was there anything surprising to you the first time that you really went into Fayetteville for a visit? I was surprised, like, on TV, like, you just, you're not really seeing everything, but when you're there in the stadium, you notice how, how many fans it really is. Yeah, hopefully we can get back to full houses next season. So um, I know this class has gotten really close. You guys have a, I've heard about a pretty good uh, group chat you guys go and have going. Is there anyone in particular you're looking forward to playing alongside from this class? Well, I'm looking to play alongside Terry Wells. We had our battle again when I played the four team. He played for win. That's a big rivalry, big rivalry game. I'm yeah. Terry, Terry Wells, a big man. Looking forward to having him on the offensive line as well. Okay, so before you go, I've got to ask you this because I know that it's been a subject uh, in y'all's group chats. We A couple of us have talked about it. Um, it's Friday when we're recording this pod. Just this may Again, this may get released, or this will get released next week after this game has been played. But I've heard there's been some trash talk going on. Who you got tonight between Royce City and Frisco? Our guys, so our guy, your guys, Keytron Jackson and Chase Lowry are going to be going head to head tonight in uh, uh, in Texas in a game. And, and I know there's been some trash talk going on in some of y'all's group chats. I don't know if you've been part of that, but um, are, are you guys talking much about that game between Roy City and Frisco and, and those two Arkansas commits? Oh uh, no, sir. No, but I really I can't, I can't go against neither one. I gotta. There you go. Well, I know Hog fans, uh, if you get a chance, it's going to be a treat tonight. Uh, you know, won't, maybe you can go back and watch it, but Roy City and Frisco will be playing and a uh, big, big playoff matchup. Well, all right, Marco. Well, I appreciate you joining me on the pod. I uh, definitely think I speak for all Hog fans, and we look forward to seeing you on the Hill real soon. And uh, let us know uh, when you plan. I know you guys are having a signing day thing uh, there at the school. Uh, give us the details on that. Well, I sign on the 16th Wednesday. In, in the auditorium at Jonesboro High School at 1245. Okay, fantastic. Well, Marco, I really appreciate you joining me again, and uh, good luck, and Woo-Pig. Woo-Pig, all right. Yeah, we in this section, but you can't get in. Quit asking me questions. Yeah, I got the new crisis. Blue with the tent. Quit asking me questions. I'm tired of these questions. Ask me questions. I want them questions. Uh. The grass greener on the other side. I took a peek in that grass, ran from all these homicides. I mean, you gotta look alive, cause then the field get live. Or you gonna have your mama grind.